buckle. Switch. Hey, it's me, Chris T., here with an Aerial View podcast. This one recorded on Saturday, January 9th, which happens to be Jimmy Page's 71st birthday. So, happy birthday, Jimmy Page. And um, I've talked here before about how much the band Led Zeppelin meant to me as a kid. 
it's strange because when you're a kid, you think you have them all to yourself. And of course, that's nowhere near the case. Um, but uh, rather than go on here about Led Zeppelin, who I know a lot of people are like, eh, you know, they're just rip-off artists. All they did was steal from black people. You know, that, that whole criticism, which... Eh, what can I say? Everybody steals from everybody. Everybody repackages everybody else's stuff. You know? There, there are some true originals, but for the most part, people are working off the work of others. Um, I am seated at my dining room table, um, gearing up to head out to bring the car in for some servicing at the Toyota dealership. And so I thought we would do a little roadkill here and head out on the highway, as the song says. Um, the first week back, I have to say, was brutal, fairly brutal, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I'm still, you know, trying to strengthen my left foot to the point where I can I can walk around like a somewhat normal person. And, um, you know, you don't really realize uh, just how quickly everybody is moving around in Manhattan. And um, they are. It, 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 you know, they gave it the name The Rat Race for a good reason. So I just felt like I was in everybody's way. That's, that's how I felt. I felt like uh, people were streaming around me. And indeed, that's what was happening. They were streaming around me. And my commute is certainly not the worst in the world. I take the ferry across the Hudson. And um, I'm usually at work in... 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and it's a very nice ride across the river. Uh, unless it's winter time and there's a lot of ice in the river and you worry about drowning in the frigid Hudson. Otherwise, it's quite pleasant. And then I get on uh, the ferry bus and it takes me like a block away from work. So it's quite convenient and it's quick. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of complaining about my commute, but I, I, I just, I don't understand how it's a race every morning. It's just a race to get on the boat, to get off the boat, to get to the bus, to get off of the bus. The whole thing has got to happen at hyper speed, apparently. And, you know, I hopefully, uh, I'll, I'll get back to where I was with the foot, but, you know. All right, let's head out on the road. Let's do that. Here on a drizzly Saturday afternoon. There's supposed to be a lot of rain coming our way. And um, you're joining me for some Saturday errands is what's happening here. Um, so what I'm going to attempt to do is take this car in for servicing at the Toyota dealership. You know, these maintenance required lights go on on the dashboard and you have no idea what they're for what they what they represent what they mean could be anything as uh, something as simple as uh, your air pressure's down or <sighs> could be something more serious than that who the hell knows um i would love to be able to drop my dry cleaning off at the dry cleaner but i don't know if there's going to be time Well, there's a light rain falling already. It might even be a freezing rain. No, it's not freezing. Well, I guess it's not a freezing rain. 
the car that I'm in is my wife's car and she bought it last year around this time and it's got roughly 26,000 miles on it so it's still like a new car yeah I don't know if there's gonna be time it's already 1241 I'm supposed to be at the dealership at 130 oh, look at that there's a parking space at the dry cleaner all right I'm running into the dry cleaner I'm happy about that, that I was able to drop off my dry cleaning. It's like I said, usually there is no parking space there at the dry cleaner. So today, consider myself lucky. Should probably turn on the headlights. The law in New Jersey, you know, lights on. I mean, wipers on, lights on is the law. So if you turn on your wipers, you're supposed to turn on your lights as well. We happen to live in a densely populated area. I mean, the, the state of New Jersey has got more people per square mile than any other state to begin with, but especially the part we live in, this part of Hudson County, that's right on the Hudson River that's easily accessible to Manhattan, where a lot of people tend to work. So there's a lot of traffic and you just have to be patient with it. There's just, there's just no other way to deal because uh, there's an incredible high percentage of assholes behind the wheel, just saying. So right now I'm just I'm waiting to get onto the Lincoln Tunnel Extension as I call it. I, it. I'm sure it has an official name. I call it the Lincoln Tunnel Extension. And um, if you ever take the Lincoln Tunnel out of Manhattan into New Jersey, that's what you would be on. The Lincoln Tunnel Extension. Whether it's part of 495, I guess it is. I guess it's part of 495. And this uh, marginal road here that runs alongside of the off-ramp for the Lincoln Tunnel uh, is always a shit storm over here. It's always sucks driving over here because it's the, the only way onto this thing, New Jersey 495 West. So it's always bogged down and today is no exception. But this is how you go to routes one and nine and route three and route 80 and route 46 and the New Jersey Turnpike. New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, I am not going to be going to New Jersey Turnpike. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to shoot up 80 there. Uh, 95 to, you know, 
Well, I'll explain as I'm going. How's that? Because I don't even remember it. You know how you just know? Because you've done it before and you're like, okay. And then it'll take me through Bogota. Bogota, however they say it around here. I don't really know. B-O-G-O-T-A. And uh, back way into Hackensack over by River Road over there. Where is, that's where I'm headed. Again, there's a lot of aggressive driving around here. If you're going to drive in this area, you really have to learn how to stand your ground and to uh, to really not hesitate when you're driving and to not communicate hesitation to your fellow drivers because if they've been driving around here for any length of time, they will interpret your hesitation as um, you know lack of will, basically, and they'll take advantage of it. Now, here there is a stop sign to get onto this thing. Most people don't stop, and a matter of fact, the mercury behind me, the shitty mercury behind me, is so close up my ass that I can't even see if there's traffic coming. So I just uh, took a quick look, did a quick head check, and then I went. I went for it. Um, but everybody is burning up your ass around here. Everybody's going a million fucking miles an hour. That's how they all drive here. Uh, there are certain criticisms of Jersey drivers that aren't valid, and there's a whole bunch that are. And, and one of them is that they all go way too fucking fast, and they all tailgate you, and they all, you know... It's not... I mean, when you're dealing with any kinds of, any kind of generalities, of course, there's some exceptions to the rules... Uh, but a general rule of thumb is that if you're not going 20 miles at least over the speed limit, then you're considered to be going slow in this state. You're just in, you're just in somebody's way, is what you are. And here's a shithead who doesn't know that he's, he's, he's he put on the left turn signal like he was going to get in front of me, then he put on the right turn signal like he thought, oh no, maybe I am going the right way, so... Here's a nasty merge up here as the uh, big trucks get off of Route 1 and 9, which is a trucking route, and they try to get the, their way over to the New Jersey Turnpike. Here's a couple of cars broken down on the side of the road. Look at that. An Audi swapping out a tire. Here's another nasty merge over here in another place where people are very indecisive, and they don't really know, and they make a last minute. This guy may or may not be going on the turnpike north. I guess he is. Toll free. Keep moving. Toll free. Keep moving. Alright, so I'm basically going to head like I'm going to Teaneck, where my shrink is. Matter of fact, I will be seeing my shrink later today after I hit the uh, Toyota dealership. I have no idea how long this visit's going to take at the Toyota dealership, by the way. And right now, I think I'm going to get in front of this guy because he's not really doing it for me. I've never um, owned a motorcycle. The closest I ever came was my moped back in the uh, late 70s, early 80s when I was 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. I had a Yawa. J-A-W-A, -A, moped, and um, 
I rode that thing everywhere. You had to mix the gas with the oil, of course. It was a two-stroke engine. And um, I rode it all year long through the deepest winter, through the hottest summer. I just rode that thing everywhere. It was great. And without a helmet, by the way. And uh, I, I, I had this mentality of a motorcycle rider, which is being out ahead of the trouble, you know? better than being behind the trouble and I guess that's how I still drive I still think let me get away from this asshole up on my right here comes the exit for the Vince Lombardi service area two miles up ahead your last service area in New Jersey named after a legendary Green Bay Packers coach Vince Lombardi who was from here otherwise why would they name a rest area after him right And uh, in the left lane, a Cadillac doing about 85, 90 miles an hour. An older Cadillac. Uh, I am currently doing 73 in the right lane. The posted speed limit here, I believe, is 65. But my philosophy of driving has always been, you know, you should do what the traffic will bear, right? Because otherwise you're just being unsafe if you're not willing to go you know the same speed as your neighbors then you, then you got a problem because you're going much slower than your neighbors and you're creating an unsafe situation so there's your exit for the Vince Lombardi you got Nathan's you got Popeye's you got a couple of other places to eat in there. You got a lot of truck parking. Although, strangely enough, just to the north of the uh, Vince Lombardi rest area, there's a whole empty parking lot. It's a park and ride, uh, a park and ride lot that's used by commuters on the weekdays. And on the weekends, it just sits there empty. And it's kind of a shame because truck parking in northern New Jersey is, uh, in this area, incredibly difficult to find. And there's all these big juicy parking spaces that are just going begging on the weekend. All right, we're coming up on Challenger Road, named after the Space Shuttle Challenger. And uh, then we'll be over there by uh, US Route 46, which I used to drive on all the time. And my exit, I'm going to be exiting like I'm going to Teaneck, like I was saying earlier, where my shrink lives. This is a shrink I've been seeing for many, many years. And, you know, uh, it's fallen off in recent years. I don't go as much as I used to. I used to have a regular weekly appointment. And now we just sort of get on the phone every once in a while and um, kind of a rarity for me actually to be going there. Here comes my exit for Leonia and Teaneck. Teaneck, where uh, the Isley Brothers lived. Teaneck Records. Jimi Hendrix lived in Teaneck for a while with the Isleys. 
I gotta find that house one of these days. Uh, who knows if it's still there, but I gotta see if uh, I can search it out. I guess back in the 60s, man, if you were hanging out in Teaneck, you might have run into Jimi Hendrix. That's pretty wild, right? You're listening to an Aerial View podcast. I used to call these things roadkill back in the day when I would set a recorder up in the car and go driving. And I guess this is a roadkill. New Jersey Turnpike Roadkill. All right, I've just taken the exit, and my exit is going to be 70B. It's supposed to rain pretty heavy tonight, actually, and the WFMU holiday party is this evening, and uh, I'm still on the fence about going. I'm leaning more towards not going, and... um, There's any number of reasons, but mainly uh, it's going to be, it's supposed to be raining pretty heavily tonight. And, uh, you know, even though if I went, we would more than likely take an Uber so we wouldn't have to worry about drinking at the party. Um, I'm not a big fan of parties that happen after December 31st. I, I, on just on principle, I, I don't really want to go to a party that, takes place. It's a holiday party that takes place in the new year. I, I don't know why. I, I'm i sure it's ridiculous. I'm sure it sounds ridiculous, but years ago, I, I was I was arguing for like, can we can we just do this before the 31st? Isn't there, can't we find a date to just do this? Because, you know, psychologically, once the 31st rolls around, I just want to get into the new year. I want to be done with it. it. (laughs) I'm sure you're listening to this going, what the fuck? What's the big deal? Who cares, right? Uh, The other part of it is I, 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 generally speaking, have not had the best time at these things. They, it almost feels like a work party, you know? And in some ways, I guess it is. And then what ends up happening is invariably somebody shows up who's not a staff member or not on the air or not, you know, they're, it's a, a solicitor and they want to just pepper you with questions. You know, they, you're trying to enjoy yourself. And the next thing you know, you're getting all these questions about uh, this and that and the other thing. And you're just like, oh my God, I just want to drink some beer and eat something. I, I don't want to stand here answering questions. Look at me being all irritable. Um, yeah, and I guess the new year has me feeling kind of irritable. It's just, uh, it's the foot thing. I blame the foot thing because, as I was saying earlier, just, you know, getting around has been difficult because I now have two different feet and you can feel it. You know, you can feel that one foot kind of works and the other one kind of doesn't. And so the thought also of going to this party and not really having a place to sit and having to stand there with a plate of food, there's nothing in standing around with a plate of food and and a drink and trying to balance them and, you know. Um, 
Also in years past, a lot of people have shown up at this party. A lot of people. So it gets crowded and, you know, you're going up and down because now we're in this building with, what, five floors? And you're, you're going up and down from one floor to the other trying to figure out where you should plant yourself. And, um, I don't know. I... <sighs> oh, man. I really, I had this thought of I would go there and I would record an aerial view podcast. And then I realized quickly that the, the issues with that, you know, people don't want to be recorded at a party. Generally speaking, they don't, you know, and, and the thought of having to go to everybody and say, Oh, would you mind if I record my aerial view podcast here? Yeah, I don't want to do that either. All right, I am now uh, driving through Teaneck on Queen Anne Road, I believe. Is that what I'm on? Making my way to Bogota or Bogota or whatever the fuck you call it. However the fuck it's pronounced. I should roll down the window and ask somebody, How do you pronounce the name of this town? (sighs) Yeah, I'm on Main Street, actually. Down on Main Street. And um, Palisade Avenue. And there's a little store over here. 21st Century Music and Collectibles. But uh, I've been in there before and it's all overpriced stuff. Um, There's a woman in a wig in an Audi convertible next to me. And I don't trust her driving. I've seen her do a couple of wacky things. And uh, uh, gratefully, she's behind me. And the guy in front of me is in a big old Dodge, Dodge 4x4 pickup truck. Actually, it's not that big. It's sort of a midsize. It's not the big honking one. Still drizzling here. Uh, Let me see what's going on in this right lane over here. I have no idea. Yeah, sneaking in a Hackensack is what I'm doing. And uh, trying to get to the Toyota dealership where uh, I have an appointment in 26 minutes. Let's see how long it actually takes for them to get to me. And uh, maintenance required has lit up on the display on this thing. What kind of maintenance? That's anybody's guess. I'm sure it's not covered by the extended package that we bought at the time. This guy talked us into buying this extended service package. And then, of course, every time you take it in for servicing, you go, oh, that's not covered by the extended service package. Oh, what do you know? What a coincidence. They also sold us on the window etching crap that I went home and found out later, you know, somebody had already paid for the window etching. And they were really just double dipping. I mean, this dealership in North Brunswick we went to, and I had to go back and I had to argue with them and I had to write them a letter and I had to make all these calls because they said they were going to reimburse us. It's a nice little bridge, nice little steel steel girder bridge. Welcome to Hackensack. Oh, established 1693. 
I like Hackensack. I used to come here quite a bit when I was in uh, Tenafly, living in Tenafly. There is the Hackensack Record King, great record store. And um, I, Lord knows if it's still there. I don't have time to go and figure it out today. There's also a nice Army-Navy surplus store here. All right, here I am at the Toyota dealer, which uh, covers a bunch of ground. And I'm not really sure which one of these I should go to. Oh, look, Toyota Service and Parts Department. There we go. That's the one. Yes, this Rufus. Hey, can I ask a question? Why is that locked? I got a 1.30 appointment. I wasn't sure if should I pull it in here or leave it out there? Or... Okay. We've got the maintenance required on the dashboard. I am here at the um, I am here at the Toyota dealership and it's now 122 so I actually got here early for my appointment and um, it seemed like a busy afternoon down here I don't know even though the uh, I don't think the Toyota thon is still going on maybe it's just a busy dealership um, it's nice that they have these uh, computers here that you can use to look stuff up. I'm going to look up some weather-resistant floor mats for the wife's car. I'm having a nice uh, Coco Moco or whatever the hell it's called. It's, uh, you know, chocolate and coffee combined and as I look out at the dealership there's a good number of people here still just killing time down here at the Toyota dealership on a Saturday afternoon where would you rather be really where would you rather be hey it's not unusual to be out at any time. It's not unusual. It's not unusual to be sure. There's a crying baby. I wonder how many people are going to walk out of here today with a new car. All right. Just killing time at the Toyota dealership. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's uh, me, Chris T. On this Aerial View podcast, and I'm still at the Toyota dealership. It's been about an hour and 15 minutes. And uh, if you didn't have a headache walking in this place, you will have one walking out. Whatever they're playing on the TV. Really annoying. And then there's all the beeping. 
they hand out these beepers to people. Although I didn't get one. So they can alert people when their cars are done. And uh, often they'll start beeping all at the same time. Oh, isn't that fun? I don't really want to have another cup of coffee. I am getting kind of hungry. But I can't leave. There's nothing within walking distance anyway. And um, so I'm just hunkered down, hoping I get out of here in time. And that's the update from the Toyota waiting room. Service department waiting room. What a way to kill a Saturday. Hey, at least they have free Wi-Fi and a computer I can use. I've been reading the New York Times here on the computer. And I will continue to do so. So here's an update. Um, I've been sitting here since, I don't know, 10 after 1. And it's now 10 after 3. And a few minutes ago, I said, hey, let me just see what's taking so long. So I got up and I went over and I spoke to the receptionist at the service desk. And I handed my paperwork to her and she said, did you check in when you got here? And I said, no, I didn't know I was supposed to. I handed my key to the guy and he handed me this paperwork. And I just thought all I needed to do was go in and sit down and wait. And that turns out that's not the case. Turns out they weren't even dealing with the car. And she started lecturing me about how I need to come in and I need to go and go to the service desk and check in. I was like, how, how am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know what your procedure is? I have no idea what your procedure is. And so then she takes me over to see the service manager and I explain the whole thing to him and turns out maintenance required was a fucking tire rotation that was the maintenance required was a tire rotation so i've been sitting here for almost two hours waiting for someone to rotate the tires on the car and so i have blown my saturday afternoon all to hell um and I guess all I'm going to get out of this is an aerial view episode. So maybe that's something. I'll get a podcast out of it. That's something, right? I didn't completely blow it. But uh, still, I, I, as you can imagine, I'm not happy about this. So a word of advice to all of you who are going to get your wife's cars serviced on a Saturday when you could be doing other things. Check in at the service desk. Make sure. Hey, it's me, Chris T. Uh, about to leave T-neck on uh, whatever today is, Saturday, I guess. And um, it's getting to be later in the day, 5.08. Let me put this window down and pop this mirror back out here. And, um, I just came from being shrunk a little bit. It's always good to go and talk to somebody about stuff, right? And, um, I recommend it to anybody 
I've been doing it for a while. And sometimes you got to dump the brain. You got to have a brain dump. There's just no two ways around it. And uh, I don't believe in talking to friends about this stuff because you will wear them down and then you'll find they won't be your friends anymore because they're tired of listening to your shit. You know, one of the reasons I don't have the long phone conversations I used to have when I was a kid, that's, that's the reason, is people wear you down. And then plus, if you're on the phone too long with people, they begin to invent things to talk about. They feel like they need to come up with something to say. So, what do you talk about at the shrink? See, well, you talk about work and love. Those are the two things there are, really. That's, uh, that's what Freud believed, right? And, um, yeah, I'm turning off the heat in the car. I'm going to suffer for the sake of sound. Otherwise, you're just going to hear air blowing all the time. And um, now, you know, I was going to say you talk about friends, you talk about family, but that's love, right? When you talk about friends and family, those are love relationships. And I do believe, yeah, that that's what there is. There's work and there's love. And if either one of those things is not really going well or the way you'd like, you know, it could lead to real problems. All right, now my debate is whether to take the local roads back to where I live or to hop on the turnpike. And uh, I, I'm going to take my chances with the turnpike. I could be making a serious miscalculation here because, you know, where I live is, again, it's right over by the Lincoln Tunnel. So sometimes when I head home, if there's a lot of people trying to get into Manhattan by the Lincoln Tunnel, then I end up uh, sitting in that traffic. But generally speaking, it's um, it's quicker than heading home through the, the local route. Although the local route is nice. I like going the local route. It runs along the river. There's a, there's a whole scenic aspect to it. That's pretty good. Um, and it never it never really bogs down due to traffic. It just takes longer. I don't know. I probably should check the traffic on my phone and see how many people are bogging down the Lincoln Tunnel right now. Well, all right, just because I want to get home, and relax, I'm going to go to Lincoln Tunnel route. I'm going to take the turnpike here and cross my fingers and hope that there aren't a ton of people going into Manhattan right now. I mean, really, the holidays are over. What are they going for? Anyway. 
fell out of the goddamn cup holder. Oh, look at that. I really like driving this car. Not even the Toyota dealership is going to kill that for me. Yeah, it's a, I mean, uh, it's not a performance car by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a fun car to drive, I think. And um, I, I'm, I've been thinking lately of getting rid of my car. My car is a 1983 Mercedes 300D turbo diesel with 226,000 miles approximately on it. And uh, right now it won't start. It's got a battery in it that's been killed by the cold weather. Not permanently killed because it's a fairly new battery but it's definitely in need of uh, some charging before it will start. But beyond that, it's an old car with a lot of rust. And the rust is more than just cosmetic. There's rust in the floor pan. And I've already had the floor pan patched once. And, you know, I, I, I get a little nervous when I drive that, road, that car out on the highway now. I mean, driving it locally is one thing where you're not going to go faster than 40 or 45 miles an hour. You know, it's another thing to take that thing out on a highway like I used to do and do 90 with it. Because, again, I live in New Jersey where everyone drives like a fucking maniac. And uh, that makes me a little nervous. And, and really, uh, it's so old that in the summertime, you can't drive it when it's too hot. It'll overheat. I wouldn't say the same about the winter time. I don't have worries about the winter time because the diesel, will, you know, diesel engine is pretty bulletproof in the winter time, and I don't really worry about it being too cold. Although I guess if it's cold enough, your diesel fuel will begin to gel, and then you got a problem. And Lord knows I haven't put any anti-gel in there since Christ left Chicago. But really, it's it's more than anything else, it's the rust that would make me give up on that car. Because I just don't know how much money I want to spend fixing all of the rust problems on it. And then when you're done fixing it, and you've spent several thousand dollars on rust remediation and perhaps a new paint job, guess what? You have a 1983 automobile with no airbags, you know, no modern technology whatsoever and I guess I, I may be over it. It may be that I've had it long enough that I'm over it. I think I bought it in 2003. Something like that. When did I give up on that Jeep finally? I bought that Jeep in 1989 and I had that Jeep a good long time. It was in 87 and I had it a good long time. So I know I have it somewhere at home when I bought that Mercedes, but it's been a while. I bought it on eBay for $3,000. And everybody loves that car, and I love that car too. I mean, it's a big tank. It's not that big, really. It's like a mid-sized tank. But it's it's built very well. And the drivetrain will outlast the body on that car. They all rust, unless it's a West Coast car. 
Those cars have been going for ridiculous money on eBay, by the way. There are people on there, and I have a word for these people, and it's asshole, who think that somehow that car is worth $36,000. There was a guy not that long ago. He put a 1985 300D, which was the last year for that body shape. What's called the 123 body. Uh, that was the designation for Mercedes-Benz. And I think it was low mileage, uh, but $36,000, really? Really? I don't think so. I mean, you'd have to be talking about a 1960s Mercedes, you know, one of the classic body styles from the 1960s, before I'd even consider paying that much money. I'm not paying that for a four-door car from 1985. And I still see them all the time on eBay. You can still buy one if you shop around for a relatively reasonable amount of money. And, you know, depending again on the mileage and various other factors, I see them going for as low as what I paid for my car, $3,000. I, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess just like with guitars, you can get nostalgic. You get nostalgic about cars. But, you know, I got my bill uh, from the insurance company the other day. And uh, they have raised the premium somehow to... And, you know, this thing that they do now, these, these insurance companies, is they bill you for half of a term. You know, they bill you for six months. I don't know if that's some way they, you know, psychologically you think you're getting a bargain or some shit, but for six months I'm paying $455 to insure my car, which means I'm paying almost $1,000 a year to insure my car, and I never drive it. I haven't driven it since September because of my foot surgery, and even before that, I mean, I've rarely drove it. I drove it on the weekends. That's about it. And it's mostly just taking up the parking space in front of our house. So I, I, I have some decision making to do about the whole car thing. Because lately I've been thinking how nice it would be to have a bigger car. And by that I mean like, um, you know, something that can carry stuff. And by that I mean like a Chevy HHR or a Honda Element or just something that I can load up with uh, crap to take to the flea market and unload, you know? And, oh yeah, a lot of maniacs. Uh, as I head towards the Lincoln Tunnel and the exit from my house, uh, people driving like bats out of hell, especially in that left lane, just zooming by. Um, but so far it's moving and hopefully it won't bog down. And just as I said that, the brake lights started coming on. Oh, great. Just keep my mouth shut. That's what I should do. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, I, I just I, I thought it would be nice to have something. There go all those brake lights. That I can fit some stuff in because I want to unload a lot of crap from our house. It's getting to be that time where, you know, every closet is full of stuff and the office is full of stuff and... 
the bedrooms are full of stuff and the basement is full of stuff and everywhere you look there is stuff there's books and just all kinds of shit that is it's time to unload it and you know I thought it'd be nice to uh start heading out to a flea market and selling stuff or maybe uh, this friend of mine who he, he does this garage sale every now and again and he's told me I can come by his garage sale and sell stuff alright and now I am stuck in the right lane for the goddamn motherfucking cocksucking son of a bitch bastard prick Hoboken exit and I say all of that because I don't live in Hoboken anymore and I don't go there anymore unless I'm visiting the doctor or physical therapy or something. And I, to me, it's no longer... I just hate this. That's why I'm saying that. It's nothing against the people I know who do live in Hoboken. And uh, I guess it's got its um, appeal on certain levels. But man... I would be home by uh, by now, if not for these people sitting here trying to get to Hoboken. And, uh, you know, I'm in the wrong lane because if I was in that middle lane, I could bypass all of this. All right, I have moved over into the middle lane. And hopefully when this lane stops again, I can keep moving. I'm, be I'm behind a creepy uncle van. And now I've stopped too. The middle lane has also come to a stop. The left lane is still moving. This is not nearly as bad as I've seen it, so I should probably just shut up. And the creepy uncle van is heading into the Hoboken exit as well. Yeah, that's great. You know, this is something that they could conceivably fix. I don't know how, but they could spend some money and fix this, but they never will, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Come on, you motherfucker. Creepy Uncle Van. Creepy Uncle Van. So I was saying earlier about how tonight is the WFMU party, and uh, it looks like I am not going to be going. I Frankly, I'm feeling a little under the weather, a little fatigued. There was one guy at the Toyota dealership who just kept coughing and sneezing out in the open. I don't think he covered his fucking mouth or nose one time. And... Um, you know, I, you have to remember, I haven't really been out in public <laughs> for a while now. 
And so having been exposed to people and their germs, and now of course I am, I know there was some sick motherfuckers at that Toyota dealership. They did a lot of things in this car, but they didn't vacuum it or do anything like that. Yeah, yeah, you pricks. All right, so I'm in the left lane, and there's two lanes going down this little hill right here. The right lane is the one closest to Hoboken, where the bulk of these people are headed. And this left lane really should be for people that are headed north towards the town I live in and very often people in this lane will cut over at the last second because they'll be like I'm going to Hoboken too watch uh, but the creepy uncle van is still in front of me it's a conversion van it's a Ford E150 conversion van with the high top on it and now he's pulling over into this speedway gasoline station and I'm about five minutes away from putting this thing in the garage that'll be nice oh yeah you know George Clooney crashed over here did you know that some years back George Clooney on a motorcycle with some broad crashed over here. And uh, I even talked to the guy at the ambulance corps right around the corner from us, volunteer ambulance, who went and responded to the accident. The police have a headlight out. Your driver's side headlight is out. Hey, officer. Hey, officer. Did you know your driver's side headlight is out? I'm almost there. Let's see. Anybody coming up my street? No. So, oh, take I take that back. Somebody is coming up my street. You're going to have to drive by me. In your BMW SUV? Oh, yeah. Because if you don't have an SUV, why live? Why even be alive? Oh, yeah. Backing her in. Just. Just backing her in. Do it slowly. Just go slowly. You'll be fine. Just, just backing her in. A little adjustment here. You'll be fine. Just adjust her. Here we go. All right, that'll do it for this edition of Aerial View, the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to reach me, 
ct at wfmu.org. You can also go to aerialview.me and there's playlists going back quite a ways and links to uh, Facebook and other social media platforms. Thanks for uh, spending this time with me. I do appreciate it. And I will see you next Tuesday. the Thai food. I got the red curry. Oh, big mistake. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. 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 We had chicken. Oh. I took the Pepsi AC, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Good to hear from you, too, eh? Happy okay, New no Year. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Happy New Thank Year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Heaven's the best Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See you later now. Oh, later. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.